Welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast, we bring you an interview with someone working on open government and citizen engagement in their community. And today we have Blair LaBelle, General Manager of Technology and Innovation for the City of Guelph, Ontario. But within the open data community, Blair is most famous for his David Letterman-like hilarious take on top 10 silly excuses he hears from government departments for not releasing data sets. So why don't we start from there? So Blair, have you found that the types and the quantity of excuses that you're hearing are either growing or lessening, lessening in the last few years? And why do you think that is? Actually, I think they're decreasing. I think that's a good thing. And that's because open data now is, is becoming more mainstream. It's, we've, I think, got to a point where there's a critical mass where people start realizing that civic information is, uh, should be open and accessible. Um, and so in my experience, you know, working within a municipality, um, I, think, I think it's decreasing. And so I think people are getting more used to it. And uh, what are some of the reasons do you think we got to this point? How did we uh, make that move uh, in the past few years to where people are more okay with it? What, what were the tangible things that came out of that? I think um, I think municipalities and and um, some uh, you know people in the in uh, the public sector just taking a risk and and. Um, Putting the information out there and then uh, seeing other people do it, um, you know, maybe feeling a little bit more confident that that it's the right thing to do. But I think as as more uh, more jurisdictions put their data out there, um, others just followed suit, and it was one of those things that uh, you know there's risk involved and uh, uh, and everything else. But I think once it started happening, people started to see the benefits from it. Um, you know, uh, the app development, the, the, you know, supporting economic development, all that kind of stuff is good. But I think the principle of open and, and free civic information is, is, you know, really started to be sort of a, a momentum thing when one just kind of toppled after the other. And, and let's take that because you guys, Guelph, have a hackathon that's planned and you have criterias for the contest for this hackathon, and I fell in love with those criterias. And it's that this app that's going to be created from these open data sets have got to be either functional, intuitive, and impactful. Because typically in these kind of contests, you're looking more along the lines of, you know, how many people use it, you know, is it going to make money? But you guys have really sort of focus more on creating impact and functionality and, and making sure that, that it's intuitive. Like, how did you make that switch? How did you choose these criterias? Um, actually, we had that criteria in place for our first hackathon last year, um, which was a bit of a test for us. It was a, a pretty open-ended competition. We weren't sure how many people were going to come out. Um, we had about 18 or 19 data sets that we had out there. Um, but we felt that the criteria should be something rather than, um, you know, being very specific. We really wanted to judge it based on, you know, how impactful it was, how, um, you know, how many, you know, obviously it's important how many people will use it. That's a, it's a, a good attribute. But um, I think the value in this stuff really is, you know, the impact it has on people. So. Um, I don't know how we came up with it, to be honest. It's uh, something we last time we used it this time again. 
And why don't you tell us a little bit about last year's Guelph Hackathon and some of the projects that came out of it and some of the changes you may have made for this year's hackathon and, and tell us just generally what you guys have planned. Um, yeah, last year was uh, pretty open-ended. Like I said, this year we themed um, the hackathon. We're trying to do more work internally to um, get the individual business units to sort of sponsor um, open data and, and, and really own it from their perspective. So working with, um, you know, a transit and working with um, uh, wastewater and a couple other areas, we wanted to theme the development around these, these uh, specific areas. The first one was pretty wide open. And it was just based on whatever data we could get and how fast we could get it up. Um, you know, I always say that our first, uh, you know, our first effort into open data is not monumental, but I think what it was uh, a good demonstration of is the fact that th that this community is now so mature that you know it basically took us six weeks to get some data up. You know, organize a hackathon, get people out. Uh, and that's because it's being done. There's templates there. There are licenses there. There's processes there that you can easily adopt and use. So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, but that's, uh, that's where it's at. We, we like the rambling, and that's, uh, that's great. Uh, we, no, we, right, love, we really love the work that you've done, and I know you've been talking about how do we make sure that things make an impact. What I want to ask you, and this is something that governments and also private sector struggles a lot with, is how do you actually measure that impact? What are the kinds of quantitative and qualitative metrics that you use to say, yes, this made an impact either on a citizen or on a process or on a policy? It's, it's an amazing question and one that I don't think um, is fully answerable at this point. I, I think that's kind of the, the nut that no one's cracked with, with open government, open data yet. I mean, just because the data set's downloaded um, you know, 100 times doesn't mean that, that that that's essentially, you know, really high value data. Um, same with open government and in, in, in general, in terms of engagement, there's not a good metric that really defines success there. So what we've been trying to do through our open Guelph work is is really stay in tune with the community. Um, Co-production is, is a, a, a principle that we subscribe to when developing our action plan. And so, we built uh, really a, a network of, of community activists and champions around Open Guelph, and, and that's the pulse for us to, to know that we're um, on the right track. You know, uh, we have these community leaders who have their own networks who are plugged in um, to a very vibrant, active community in Guelph. And so we try to just keep the conversation going, and uh, that's kind of how we try to keep the pulse on it. But I think I think it's a question that a lot of a lot of folks are starting to ask is let's set some standards here. Let's set some metrics so that we can better define this work and, and know that it's valuable. Um, the one thing I do know, though, is that when setting those, it's it's important to work with the community and have them define it as well, because that's what this is all about. One of the things you mentioned is working with community and also kind of you know, discovering as uh, discovering things as you learn. So without actually a blueprint on how to do this effectively from other places, there's a lot of risk embedded in that. How do you mitigate that risk or how do you actually work with your superiors and the people you report to to make them understand that some of this risk is okay? It's another great question. Um, you know, I've been, uh, we've been fortunate in Guelph to to have a, a council and administration that that have been very supportive of of taking these risks. Um, and, and I think because we do have a bit of a unique community that's very plugged in, very active. Um, <clears throat> but we 
we've done a lot of internal work as well within City Hall to work with the different, um, you know, general managers and staff to kind of uh, bring them along to tell them that this is part of the work that that needs to be done as you know as we transform the public sector. One of the foundation pieces to our Open Guelph work um, was our community engagement framework, and that was in place before we even started this journey. Um, and it's a fantastic piece um, that we really work internally to get people, uh, to get staff uh, familiar with different forms of engagement with the public. Um, and so that, that was a, a really principal piece, I think, to, um, you know, to start that, that culture shift. And that's exactly what it is. It takes time to develop. And so, you know, it's been two or three years on this journey now. And as we move forward, you know, things certainly uh, progress even more and people get more comfortable with working this way. Now, I'd like to go back real quick for, for this metric. And this is more of a, a comment than a question, but I feel it's important to share that I was lucky enough to be in a session a few months ago uh, for GTEC 2014 where. Uh, Canada's CIO, Corinne Charette, was asked that very same question, and she didn't really have an answer. Um, but the one thing she did say is one of the ways she looks forward to measuring success is by measuring trust. This whole exercise into open government and open data is about creating trust between people and their government. But um, I want to go back as well to what you're saying about taking risks um, you guys, Guelph, have just released a new video which talks about not open data but open government. It's a two- to three-minute video. I think it's wonderful. It shows the great things that you guys are doing. But more importantly, I fell in love as well with a 10-second statement where you guys said that Guelph is ready to make some mistakes with the community so like this we can learn together. That blew my mind. Right. That, you know, the government is willing to take that approach. Like, can you talk a little bit more? Like, it was, <laughs> Can you talk more about that? Yeah, I mean, that, that's part of, um, I think, this work. And again, the leadership in our organization, um, you know, we uh, about a year ago or half year ago, we got all the leaders together and, and created a leadership charter um, as, a, as a leadership group in the organization. And one of the principles of that is creating a safe fail environment. Um, you know, this is something not new. Uh, the private sector has been doing this for, you know, a long time. Um, it, it's about, um, you know, um, failing small and, and learning from that example and, and using um, what you learn from that to, to move you forward. And so, um, you know, it's again, it's one of those things that you try to grow slowly within the culture of an organization. And, and we've been uh, fortunate enough to have the leadership subscribe to that. And then and then, um, yeah, just take some risks. And it's it's really exhilarating as, you know, as a bureaucrat uh, to have that that flexibility and that freedom to to test some things out, run pilots um, and, and kind of move fast. Um, and it, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's been a great experience to, um, work in a different way than, than the public sector usually works. Well, once again, you know, I'm fascinated with the story of Guelph. Uh, you guys are really leading the charge in Ontario in terms of the municipalities and open gov and open data, but more specifically the open government angle. It's not just about the technology. It's about the relationship. So thank you, Blair, for joining us today and telling us your story and, and explaining the great work you're doing. Thanks again. 
My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. That was Blair LaBelle from Guelph, Ontario, on the Open Government Podcast. If you have any questions for today's episode, you can reach Blair on Twitter at Blair underscore LaBelle or through the Guelph.ca slash OpenGov website. And of course, you can always send us a question on our hashtag OGTPod. Thanks as always to Cheryl's Crush for providing the podcast music. Until next time, I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. 